3: NFL teams most primed to rise or fall in 2024, eight seven seven eight eight one one zero five three. If you want to get involved in the conversation, do you want to start with teams primed to rise or teams primed to fall?
4: Rise. Let's go with risers. We're
3: still at that point in the day. Let's go with cut number three, then. Does this team lead the way?
1: Dobbs in motion. Love flips it to the end zone. Touchdown. Bo Melton's got that one.
3: Now, the Green Bay Packers, I realize they made it to the divisional round, but they did still go nine and eight. So do you view this as a team that
0: is ready to move on up? I think they're going to make the playoffs again. Okay. I think Detroit is a very good team in their division. So I don't think that they have an easy division. <clears throat> Minnesota will be okay, I think. Like, no, I don't think they'll make the playoffs, but I don't think they're going to be 4 and 13 either. And then Chicago's interesting. They went 7 and 10 last year. And I'm assuming at this point, this is a, I'm assuming Caleb Williams is their quarterback. So I don't know if that sets them back or moves them forward, but I don't think it's easy to say oh yeah green bay's going going to win 11 to 13 games and win that division i think it will be a battle between detroit and green bay i know this usually doesn't happen but i think both teams will make the playoffs okay i got gotcha. you
4: i think the i think the texans are going to be the biggest riser
3: oh ah. that's that's
4: the team that i have kind of like uh i feel like they're going to make some very big additions to this team this year that, and it might just be they continue to do it in the draft, but I think they're going to make really good additions to go with an already good quarterback.
0: What if they sophomore jinx it, and then we... Valid. And then the senior takes over that division. The senior is Trevor Lawrence.
3: Yeah, what a young senior he is. Is the, obviously powered by C.J. Stroud, D'Amico Ryans clearly had an unbelievable start, is they turn their offense around went from 31st in the league in points per possession to 14th. And then you also had Nico Collins rocking it, Tank Dell. Clearly, we've talked about Will Anderson Jr. winning defensive rookie of the year to go along with their offensive rookie of the year. And their defense went from 25th in yards allowed per possession to 13th. So their defense jumped up 12 spots and their offense jumped up 17 spots. But if you think about it, they were still 14th and 13th. So, there's still room to clearly get better. Yes. And Yeah, no, there definitely is. If Stroud continues, it's early. I know the sophomore slump. But if he keeps getting better, even incrementally, yeah. holy cow, this could be a team. Okay, D'Amico I'm, I'm Reyes, with you.
4: He ran a really All good right. defense in San Francisco, and I think that's going to be kind of their calling card with strong quarterback play at the helm.
0: You ready for my riser now? Since Ooh. you guys have, Ooh, I don't good. know if you said you just I, said here's I have a this. wacky one for you. I am going to go with the Cincinnati Bengals. Cincinnati Bengals make a
3: whole lot of sense. Seems, yeah, that seems like an easy. If Joe Burrow's back.
0: healthy, they weren't. I didn't know they're nine and eight last year. Yes. Honestly, and then I'm like, well. I mean, I still think they can win more games. With Jake
3: Browning, they made their crazy, almost playoff push, right? Okay. Is how confident are you that T. Higgins will be back? Obviously, they can franchise tag him.
0: I forget it was a few weeks ago. Didn't you give positive vibes about that? that?
3: They were thinking that at the very least they would franchise tag him. So okay. I think he'll be back. I was curious if that was the sentiment we felt across the board.
4: Yeah, and they got again, they have a lot of money to work with this offseason and like that's one of that's one of the many targets that Joe Burrow flourishes with.
0: It's a very cheap organization, but even the True. cheapest organizations spend <laughs> up to the cap for the most part. They're not like we just decided to go $40 million under the cap just for fun. Like, right. I mean, you know, sometimes when Jerry's like, I spend as much money as you can spend, it's kind of like, well, every team in the NFL, I get you, you can move around money and stuff, but every team in the NFL gets around the cap number. You don't see a team that's like, "Yeah, let's save some money and just stay $40 million under the cap. Maybe it does happen and I'm wrong, but I just don't feel like that happens.
3: What is the concern about... Joe Burrow's durability, if there if there is any,
0: I think there's real concern about it at this point. He he wasn't a he wasn't a healthy quarterback for his career at Ohio State. He did become healthy at LSU, and it propelled them to a national championship, one of the best college teams I've ever seen. But yeah, I I think you do have to be concerned about that at this point.
3: The two seasons in which because Joe Burrow's been in league four years. The two seasons in which he's played more than 10 games, the Bengals have reached at least the AFC championship game. Okay. So it does feel like, you know, keep him upright and your team should be pretty good. I'm going to throw one that you guys might think is ridiculous out there. What about the Los Angeles Rams? What
4: the hell are you talking about I, right now? Fair. They 10
3: wins How is their year? salary
0: cap situation? Jeez. Actually,
3: it's surprisingly getting better. Do you know why? Because, man, did they ace this past draft. You've got Puka Nakua, Kyron Williams, who, by the way, was tremendous. Yeah, that was good. Kobe Turner, Brian, Byron Young on the defensive line, and here's the thing: for the first time since 2016, they currently own their first round pick. Now that's not to say which was Jared Goff. I think that is correct. But think about how wild that is. It's been eight years. Since they have possessed their first-round
0: pick, could the rookies hitting and having your first-round pick help them raise up? It's tough from 10-7 and with San Francisco in your division. Fair. But I hear what you're saying. I think I had another point, but I forgot. That's what happens on three hours sleep.
3: Okay, fair enough. I'm sure tomorrow you'll have lots of sleep. All right, flip side. Teams prepared to take a fall. I'm going to play another bit of audio for you. Tell me if you agree with this. Cut number four. Browns
1: with touchdowns on their last two possessions. Uh-oh. Deflected, picked off, and taken back by Newsom. Newsom stayed in bounds. Touchdown. Wow.
3: All right. The Cleveland Browns. Look, Derek Holland is welcome to come in studio and dispute any of this at any point he wants. Cleveland Browns are getting Deshaun Watson back, which, you know... Theoretically, you'd think that was a positive. Joe Flacco was shockingly good last year for that spurt. And they also need to cut salary cap space. The Browns are at a similar salary cap position as the Cowboys. Their defense was unbelievable this last year. But I don't know. Like, it's weird to say this. And I'm not saying I believe that Deshaun Watson is better than Joe Flacco. But I don't necessarily know if just him coming back to the team is going to make them any better.
0: They took a big risk, Corey, and it didn't pay off. They thought Deshaun Watson was going to come back from his suspension slash whatever you want to call it and be a top five quarterback again. Because arguably before this all went down, you could argue he was a top five quarterback in the NFL right around fifth. I'm not saying he was one or two. Right. But he's fallen off to I he's not a top 10 quarterback in this league. He's, I agree with that. He's around average. He gets into that average category at best, but I don't think he's going to get any better. So I don't see how they can get better.
4: Um. Yeah. I don't. He's he's so far away from great football at this point. Like that. That's the the disappointing thing is Kevin. We were ex- anticipating that that dude was yep. going to be that guy for yep. a long time and. So many years now that we've been looking at it going, you haven't even played good football in that span. And so I just I can't see that factoring into it either. So
0: yeah. So they're gonna be a faller, that's what I they're say, saying. I say faller. You're saying or the I list say is,
4: faller. I think I I will say I think Stefanski is a good coach. I mean, one coach of the year, barely. Uh, but yes. But at the same time, that's a tough division. And their quarterback situation is chaos. So I can totally see that being a big time fall for them.
0: I am wondering, I know that they probably won't repeat this record, but they'll make the playoffs. I'm wondering if Baltimore's on this list because 13 and four gives you a lot of leeway to fall. Do you, how many games do you consider that? Like if you go three games, okay. I think if you improve or you're still, I think 11 and six are like, Hey, was it worse? It was worse, but it's, Things cannot go your way in a couple games that went your way the year before, but if you if you drop or rise three games, I think you've made a significant fall or a significant drop. I know it's only three games, but you only play seventeen, so if you go from seven and ten to ten and seven, I feel like that's a significant improvement.
3: And you know, we talked about this yesterday. If you're if you were a team that was looking to get like one of the higher profile running backs, the Ravens do make a lot of sense. But I am going to be really curious. And I don't think it's a momentum thing. I just think it's a mindset thing. Is like everything was set up for you to go to the Super Bowl and potentially win the Super Bowl, and you didn't make it. Like, how how much does that weigh on you? How many players look at that and say, and "That that S is never going to happen again." I don't give a damn if they have Patrick Mahomes or not. Let's go. And how many are going to be like, "Dang man,
0: yeah, this was our year." I, they were down. I think what's always tough, Corey, is this take play 17 more games to get back to that situation. Mm-hmm. The Cowboys are in that situation too. I like, agree. That's the tough thing is, are you going to have the motivation for those 17 games to get the number 1 seed again? I know the Cowboys got the 2 seed. Buffalo or sorry, uh, Baltimore got the 1 seed. That's tough to do, to put yourself in a position to have all the home games or the majority of the home games in the playoffs. That's tough to repeat, especially when you fail. Because in the back of your mind, yes, they're they're going to work very hard to get this out of their mind. But in the back of their mind, they go, "Man, this is a lot of hard work for something we still didn't accomplish last year."
4: Uh, from four six nine, look out for the Raiders, and we'll talk about the Raiders a little more in the C block today. Oh, but I just I always hear that
0: yeah, they were surprisingly eight and nine,
4: and I haven't believed it. And I just like tell me who your quarterback really is. And then I'll we'll have a discussion about it. Right. But whenever you were telling me Jimmy Garoppolo was gonna save the Raiders, I was like, all right. And you were like, but Derek Carr. And I was like, no, no, we're fine. And then that happened with the Saints this year, too. They were like, watch out for this. and I was like, no, I don't believe in Derek Carr.
3: Okay.
0: Uh, go ahead.
3: I want to talk about the Saints real quick. You mentioned Derek Carr. That always feels like it's gonna be at least partially problematic. Also, they're eighty-three point seven million dollars over the cap. What? <laughs> what team? The the Saints. They are eighty three
0: point seven million dollars over the cap per. I know they won't over let the them cap do this. Com. Just forfeit a year. Just say we forfeit. We'll take zero and seventeen. The first pick, and we'll get our cap right at the same time. I
3: yes. <laughs> <laughs> I realize
0: the logistical
3: reasons why they I know they can't. That. They have to schedule them. See, but I wouldn't say, I wouldn't forfeit the games. I would forfeit my cap. Like, I would start making a cap hits right now, absorbing all of the dead money, but knowing you'll save money overall. I'll have a pathetic team, Is this to your based
0: point. off of going forward a few years ago, as last year of Drew Brees? Like, are they still paying? This is what the Cowboys are scared to death They've of. They've had
3: money carried over for a couple of years, and then when they went on Derek Carr, and they were like, no, no, yeah. no, we can figure this out. But yeah. Eighty three point seven million dollars over the cap. OK, so they, I think they, the it Saints. doesn't
0: sound good. I'm wondering, as we're closing this out, is Philadelphia or Dallas on this list? Well,
4: what I find is interesting is I bet not. They're not. And because like of their schedule, well, and division. That's, no,
0: that's just never the Cowboys aren't
4: going to be in a riser or faller situation. They they aim to be, be just good enough to be right there in the mix and in the conversation. You're just good. It's just like in Spanglish when Adam Sandler said three and a half stars. I don't want four because three and a half gets me everything I want and need but not being too busy and stressed out. Cowboys oh. aim for three and a half stars, and they want to be right there in, the, right
3: that in spot, the conversation.
4: Right? But they're never going to rise or fall like that because, A, they won't make big, splashy moves to go make a swing like that. And then, B, they won't make a big, bold move to tank so that they can go get something different. And Jerry will continue to hire coaches that keep them right there in that conversation. Their talent level is good. They're just not really, really, really
3: good. We're the k Masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, I'm pumped about this segment, Masterpiece Theater. What TV show do you absolutely love that you think most folks don't know about? 877-881-1053. We'll do that next right here on The Fan.
1: Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced.
2: Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy
3: They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. And KNC masterpiece back here on 105.3 The Fan. Right now, we're going to switch gears. And ask, what TV show do you absolutely love that you think most folks don't know about, as we discuss in Masterpiece Theater? He said three. DMX. And Mike. (laughs) Is that
0: what it is? DMX? For the
4: DX. DX. Degeneration X. Degeneration
0: X. X. Y'all gonna make me lose my mind up in here, up in here.
3: Yep, that's how it went. (laughs) All right, I'm gonna play a clip this is cut number nine this is from a show that i know that Corey has been absolutely loving called letter kenny what's your problem with valentine's one more time what's your problem with valentine's and just so we're labat crystal clear you said what's your problem with valentine's day let's take a valentine's out you're in the wrong valentine zone pal
0: lovers in a dangerous valentine dairy
3: what's your problem just because i like to have a good time on valent
4: Valent. where well, you go. Valentines. Oh boy! I definitely
0: loves me Saint Valentine's Day. I still makes individual valentines for all my pals. You know what, Squirrelly Dan? That is something that I actually appreciates about you. Well, thanks you, Miss Katie's. I plans on giving them out at the speed dating event at the church today. E you cannot wait to get sweet at the meet and greet. A date every three minutes. <sighs> Quantity. Mm.
4: <Yep>. man. <laughs> I so uh the show finished its twelfth season in December. It was the they wrapped up the show in December. And
3: the weird thing about that, Corey, it was twelve seasons in eight years.
4: Yeah. Well, cause some of the some of the episodes like some of the seasons were only six episodes long. Some of them were 10, 12, and then they were I don't know what happened, Kevin. I really maybe Comedy Central. I can't remember where it was broadcast, honestly. Because I've only watched it on Hulu. Okay, uh, yeah. But my I had my brother-in-law Uh, Our friend Michael Thomas, not the wide receiver. And a couple other people were like, hey, have you ever watched Letter, Kenny? And I was like, I've seen clips on TikTok, but I've never watched a full episode. So Adrian and I sat down to start watching it. And quite honestly, the first season, it was tough because you're trying to keep up with their rhythm the way that they talk and not everything that they say is something we're accustomed to because it's kind of Canadian stuff yeah and so there's they might say something like he just said Labatt crystal clear which is Labatt's a a beer right and so like he's saying things they're saying things in the show that you're like hold on I need to pick up on that but once I got into it I freaking loved this town I loved the characters that they built And I could not, every day, Adrian and I would watch a couple episodes to try and knock this out. We knocked out 12 seasons uh, and got it all done. And I thought, I just thought it was brilliantly written, really well done. And I look, now they have Shorzy, which is a spinoff kind of of it, because it was a character that was within the show. And they also have something called Little Kenny, which is their, like, precursor to it. And I anticipate Later Kenny, which is whenever they're older.
3: So... We're looking for shows like that, because I have to admit, I had not heard of that show until you brought it up, is shows that you love that you feel like not a lot of people know about from the 817, Raised by Wolves. I believe mm, raised by wolves. that was an HBO Max show, or maybe now it's just called Max. Oh. I want to say I tried to watch it. I got caught up doing other things, and I don't think I ever finished it, but that's Kind of what I'm looking for. What I was curious about from here, from the two one four, is this one still eligible severance on Apple TV? Because I feel like that had a lot of buzz.
4: I got an I got an episode and a half into it, and oh, then decide, and then I was just like, uh, I think I picked up on something else. Like it maybe doesn't a new, get less weird. Yeah, maybe a is new that? season of Ted Lasso came out or something. And okay. I was like, I just kind of diverted my attention. Actually, it was when I started. I started watching Mythic Quest, and that kind of consumed all my mind.
3: Yeah, no, that show's definitely more fun. Is from the 682. Best TV show, know what he's talking about. I vote for the series that just dropped on Netflix, Resident Alien. Funny as hell. And this is the interesting thing about streaming. That is not a new show. That show came out. What's not a new show? Resident Alien. That show came out three years ago on Sci-Fi, but... How many people didn't know about it until it hit? It's weird to say this, but Netflix is clearly more mainstream than the sci-fi channel. I don't feel like that's a controversial statement. But it was like Breaking Bad. We've talked about this before. Breaking Bad had fans, but not as many as you might think. And once it dropped on Netflix, the popularity between seasons or between parts of seasons freaking exploded. And so that's what I'm interested in. This is... It's described as a new show, and it is new on Netflix. But that show's been around for three years. So, wow, I'm curious about shows like that. And some of these shows, I'm nervous because I've never heard of whatsoever. Oh,
4: hey, don't do that to Kevin. All right, don't don't say something that you're like that you know so, is an adult film. But
3: see, and I'm just trying to look them up quickly just to make sure that I don't say. The wrong thing, or anything like that, and just be like, you probably should not have said.
4: I watched, I also watched a show a while back, uh, and now it looks like it was five Uh. years ago, Kevin. It was called Origin and it was on YouTube TV.
3: Oh, that's where Cobra Kai came from.
4: And I don't know that it ever went past one season, uh, but like I remember watching it and going, man, this show is awesome, and I need to go see if they've revisited any more of it. But that one was one that I would say, I would suggest. I don't think a lot of people knew much about it because I think it was a YouTube TV original. Okay, And I yes. think that was one of those where a lot of people weren't in on YouTube TV
3: Look, yet. we were just talking about this. Cobra Kai was on YouTube for two years. Yeah. I feel like people were like, oh, yeah, I heard about it. It's neat. And then it was on Netflix and it became like for a while felt like the biggest thing in the world from the travel channel mysteries at the museum. I have to admit. I am not familiar with this show whatsoever, but I appreciate that that person loves this show. And if you want to go check it out, Mysteries at the Museum. Yes, I've watched
4: this show a few have times. You? Yeah, Mysteries at the Museum. Uh, this this is a pretty interesting. It's Don, is it Don Wildman? He's the guy I have that no he idea like. Idea who that is? He examines I mean, he's
0: Don Johnson, uh, Miami Vice. Yeah.
4: No, it's not Don Johnson and his his daughter Dakota. Uh no that's but uh but yeah this guy goes and checks out some really cool stuff at museums.
3: Have you guys heard of the show Miracle Workers? This is from the eight one seven. So it stars Harry Potter and some other people, and
0: Steve Buscemi's in it. Like it's a Harry Potter spinoff? No, it's has oh, the person oh, who Daniel plays Ryan Harry Potter. Potter. I have
4: seen clips of this, and it looks wild ass.
0: Okay, so in the
3: first season, I I've watched this show. I feel like not a lot of people watch this show, but I enjoy it. Is So it's an anthology where they keep all the same people but switch up the scenario every single year. And so the first year, they were all up in heaven, and Steve Buscemi, I believe, was God. All right. And they were trying to, like, prevent Earth from getting destroyed. I think he might have come up with a restaurant called Pangea that had, like— the biggest menu you've ever seen. It would put the uh, Cheesecake Factory menu to shame. And, uh, food from
4: around the world. Yes. It makes sense. It makes a lot of sense.
3: And then they switched it to like medieval times. And this last one, it was kind of like Mad Max, like in the apocalypse. So, yeah, I'll co-sign. Not all the seasons are great, but several of them are very, very good.
0: I have something. Hey, I got Jamie Moyer's number. Uh-huh. And I had the wrong number. What? Uh, he said he can do today or move him to tomorrow. So okay. what would you like to do with let's, Jamie Moyer? Let's go tomorrow. Okay. Oh, no. Why did you say it like right. that? Oh, no, my god! I got to respond. Okay.
3: Let's do next week.
0: Okay. No. So, we're in spring training. We'll have all the Rangers hanging out with
3: us. That is a good point.
0: We're going to do the show from the dugout, I think. I, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> I would
3: love to do the show that from the dugout.
0: That would be awesome. I, I would I don't know how we're going to set up the equipment, and then when the guys start getting into the dugout, we're going to be really... It's going to be loud.
4: Yeah. But we get to have inside conversations. What if the Royals are the
0: home game, so then we're just hanging out with the (laughs) L.A. Dodgers in there? That would be be dope. That would be amazing. We get to
4: hang out with uh, Tyler Glass now and Shohei and Tay Oscar.
0: You named two free agents, huh? <laughs> really, all three. <laughs> of all three free of agents. yeah, those are three You're free naming agents. they free agents. Yeah, that's well, all. I guess really, they traded for I guess Tyler,
4: right? Yeah, we could talk to Mookie
0: from the eight one
3: seven Kim's Convenience on Netflix was five seasons. It's a terrific show. I did watch that show. My wife recommended it. I thought it was really good for at least three, maybe four of those seasons, and then the last season is not. Good. Texas
4: Bucket List is something I keep seeing pop up. And I that? just went to TexasBucketlist.com. Okay. And it's it's kinda like a it's like a diners, drive-ins and dives kind of thing. Okay. It looks like. Like he goes around all the places you need to hit in Texas. Right. And that's that's something that'll absolutely hook me because it's local. Uh, like I love watching those things that are local around the DFW area, around Texas, anything that's in the hill country and stuff like that. But, you know, Andrew Zimmer has a show, and it's called, like, Wild Something, and it's him in his home in Utah, and he basically just cooks wild game that you would find and things that he can grow in his garden.
0: He went on a show where he would eat the nastiest things in the that world. That used to be
4: his old uh, his old show, and like now was, he's got this one where it's just it, everything I, he's making is amazing. I
0: remember there was this cheese it's the most disgusting cheese I've ever seen. the Fly in my cheese. Oh, no. It's like oh. maggots grow in it for years. Oh, come on! Yeah, no, I remember this one. And then one. somehow I think they get out the maggots, what and then they're like, "Let's eat the cheese." About? It's
4: illegal in uh, in America. Uh, you can only like have make it and eat it overseas. Oh, it That's is so terrible. I
0: have no clue Gross. like why somebody would do that. Yeah. Or yeah. Oh my god. All right, I'm gonna bring up. I'm two. googling what kind of cheese is made.
3: Two other shows that I am familiar with, but I don't know how big their audience is. One of them, Corey, I know you know from the 972 Silo on Apple.
4: That show, show
3: is awesome. Wonderful. If you get a chance to watch the first season, I thought it was awesome. Here's the oh, other no,
0: one. Oh, no. They're live maggots. No. Why it's are we still talking about this? Casu. Nope.
3: Nope. Marzu, nope. if I'm saying it right, you probably are not. Mike,
4: over. I just talked about this yesterday. I had an escargot taco, and you asked if I if I like escargot snails. And, yeah, it was
0: amazing. It's amazing. I don't know if I like snails. I've had them. Mm-hmm. I do love the butter, garlic, and parsley garlic, they're so drenched good. drenched in. So good. From the, it's a vessel. It's just you have to eat the snail with it. <laughs> From the two five four,
3: for all mankind. Now. For All Mankind is a show that I enjoy very much on Apple TV. If you're looking for a fast-paced show... I have watched that,
4: and it's weird. Because I'm trying to keep track with... Alternate history. Yeah, basically Russia got there first. To the moon. And that kind of navigates the whole... It's very Man in the High Castle, where if this this was a change in history, how would things have gone?
3: And so if you're looking for a fast-paced show, this ain't it. But... It is an enjoyable show, especially if you care about space travel and it stays like you love space travel. I, I do think it's pretty neat. It stays relatively grounded like they didn't go. And then we flew to Pluto. And so it <laughs> that hasn't happened yet. Jupiter is going to be the next.
0: Is Pluto a star? or Is it a planet? Oh, yeah. Where, where are we at with that one today? I think it's still a. Uh, is it a dwarf planet that doesn't count as a real yeah, it's planet?
4: Yeah, cons- it's classified as a dwarf planet. That
3: feels not okay to say.
0: Is that the only planet that's considered that in our solar system?
4: That I know out of the, out of Mvimchnup? Yes.
0: So they decided and they're like, it's not a planet, but now yes. we went back, we just gave it an adjective in front of it? Mm-hmm. Yes. And... That was supposed to placate people, I guess. Like, I don't, listen. I, I feels like people were
3: really mad at the
4: time. I need to go find out what... Well, because Pluto was always our favorite yeah. planet, dude. Yeah. It was the best cuz it was the furthest away. It was the smallest and a dog on Disney was named after. Did
0: you it. ever have to make the styrofoam like oh, Of pl- course, yeah.
3: everybody did.
0: Pluto was the best. It was yeah. the smallest little foam thing at Michaels or Hobby Lobby or whatever that you had to go to MJ Designs. I don't even know if that's still <laughs> around. Well, plus didn't you love the animated movie Snow White and the Seven Dwarf Planets? You guys
3: remember that movie?
4: A dwarf planet is a celestial body resembling a small planet but lacking certain technical criteria that are required for it to be classed as such. So I guess, like, water, life, those kinds of things, it lacks those types of things.
0: I need. okay. How many planets have water and life?
3: Well, I mean, isn't that what we're trying to figure out, right? This one does. (laughs) Yes, it does, Mike. Excellent work. All right. From the nine zero three, we need to talk about this show for just a second. There's a show on Netflix called Dark. It's a German show, but it's really, really good. All right. This is true. This show is awesome. If you're looking for a show that is simple to watch and not confusing, don't watch this show because it simultaneously runs three timelines and then at one point, it's like, what if we expand to more timelines? It's really good. And the ending is unbelievable. But that is a confusing-ass show. And then what I need help with from... We're getting a lot of feedback, so I can't see where it is right now. Somebody texted in talking about Foundation. That's another Apple show. I watched the first episode.
4: Like Foundation was, Repair? Or-
3: no, it's like in outer space and stuff. Well, I guess we are too. Is So Foundation... I watched one episode, and then for some reason, I haven't gone back to it. Should I go back and watch that show some more? Yeah,
4: man. Watch more shows. Uh, from the 469, Kevin, love the Snow White joke. You're the best. I Richie mean, from Ennis. You... And then from the 325,
0: no
3: honest. dad
4: jokes today, Kevin.
3: Man, I got some hate for you. Eight seven seven eight
4: eight one one zero five three For some of my jokes. Was my response and Mike's response to Kevin's joke appropriate? That's the question.
3: Yeah. <laughs> there we go. Where are the KNC masterpiece? Was that Stone Cold Steve Austin.
4: That was I LA like Night. Travis Kelsey. Oh, he was is he the
3: Steve? new guy that I was watching <laughs>
0: yeah. one time? Yeah. He does the, the, the jab punch yeah. where he stomps yeah. on the ground. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, you liked him, right? I did. Yeah. Big thighs. <laughs> Huge thighs. Meaty thighs. He does. He has meaty thighs. Meaty. I like when you punch in wrestling, you have to stomp on the ground as hard as you can with your lead foot. Can you imagine if that's how Floyd Mayweather Jr. did his jabs?
3: That would be awesome. And I've been practicing something with baby Noah where he runs up to me and I lift my leg and slap my leg like I'm booting him in the face. And so now we're taking it to the next level and trying to get him to learn how to fall down. After I do that, so it's gonna these, take some some nicks and bruises. These and bumps are the things to be God. on. Can't even read. Why he yeah. can't? That's probably why. Because we're doing wrestling bits at the house. We're the KNC <laughs> masterpiece right here on 105.3 The Fan. Coming up next, it's time for Gridiron Gravy. Would you want this running back for the Cowboys? We'll talk about it next right here.
2: After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward.
1: Hands off to Jacob. Stutters to the right. Burst through the hole 20. 25-30. He's off to the races here in Seattle. Nobody's gonna catch him.
4: 25-20. 10 bye by Josh. 86
1: yards
3: in overtime. KNC masterpiece right here on 105 through the fan right now. It's time to go around the entire NFL and dip into some grand gravy.
0: Mm-hmm. Five time Super Bowl champions.
3: I love it. That is the attitude I'm looking for, is Josh Jacobs. So ESPN put out their list of best team fits for the top 50 players. Okay, Josh Jacobs is number 35 on that list, and they said the best team fit would be the Dallas Cowboys. With the expectation that Tony Pollard does not return to Dallas, the Cowboys could pivot to Jacobs. Look, you've heard Jacobs, Henry, Saquon. Everybody's tried to project a veteran, big money, big time running back to the Cowboys. Does this interest you at all? Because I'm just like, just draft somebody. I don't want this.
0: Corey, it interests me, but you're going to have to do a lot of things to start opening up free agent money. Yes. Which, if you're okay with that, it fine. But yeah. it just, it never seems like a great idea to take your free agent money and go, let's put it in a running back who. I know that he has had his moments and has been top five in rushing yards, maybe even first at one point. I'm not. I don't have his stats up. I've never thought of Josh Jacobs as a difference maker. Okay, interesting. I don't know, Corey. Maybe you have a higher ceiling on him. You might.
4: You might feel that way too because last
3: year is pretty awesome. Yeah, I know. Twenty two, not this past.
0: Yeah, twenty
4: three. Right? He was eight hundred five yards, and he had eight hundred and seventy two and twenty one. Um, but he had 1,653 yards two years ago, 12 touchdowns. He's had two years with 12 touchdowns and he was in Oakland or Las Vegas. Like that is one thing that I do take into consideration was how bad was your situation that you were in. Very similar to the Gafford, uh, and PJ Washington thing. By the, by the way, if you didn't hear PJ Washington was shot in RJ this morning, go check it out. Fantastic. interview. Yeah. He's a, he's a lot of fun. Very, very good character there. Um, so I do take that into consideration, but I, I, he's not the sexiest name to me. I don't like, I'm like, Hey, I have to have Josh Jacobs on this team. And one of the things I don't like is he comes from a place where the environment was just poor. And I don't know if he's going to bring those habits with him or if he's like, no, I'm waiting to be back in an Alabama style environment where we are dominant and we win again. I loved that. But Derek Henry's, I mean, like, I think he's a very intriguing person. To put behind the Cowboys offensive line if you want to do something. I still do.
3: And to be a lifting partner for Choppy. It's a
4: lot of money. Yes, obviously that. But it's still a lot of money. I mean, yes. that's a lot of money to spend at that position. And he's going to want a significant contract. So, that's a, it's, a, it's a weird place to be right now if you think you can win without a running back.
3: Now, radio personality Craig Carton, who never makes poor decisions is he talked about how things in the Eagles locker room were falling apart. It was a real significant problem in the Eagles locker room that could not be fixed. Adam Schefter went on the John Kincaid show and said, he spoke with an Eagles source who said, quote, none of that S happened. And then went on, by the way, I don't even know if the National Enquirer would write something like that. I texted somebody in the organization yesterday, and was like, "What is this?" And that was the text back. None of that s happened. Oh wow! So Schefter is saying, "Look, it might not be perfect, but all that stuff that Carton is saying, which again, he would never make anything up, is not true."
4: Then I, th- I think Schefter's credibility is still intact. I
3: would say his credibility is. <laughs> A good bit higher, than so I, I Mr. think I'll, Cartons, I'll, I'll stick not? with that
4: one for the time being. All right, let's go from that to this is important. Not like he said Shohei was on a airplane to Toronto or anything like hey, that.
3: He's made his own mistakes, but I hear you. Is we want to make sure that we throw this out there because a lot of times accusations get the headlines, but then like what's the follow up to it? Is Zay Flowers the investigation into his Alleged domestic assault has been suspended by the Baltimore County police without criminal charges and they said if some new evidence or testimony comes forth or comes to light that would be able to change but they said what they've learned who they've talked to as for now there's nothing for grounds of further investigation on
4: that so still. Guilty or not guilty doesn't doesn't matter. I
3: mean, I would. I this don't, is something
4: I had a, a conversation with Carter about the other day was public perception. Yeah. Public perception,
3: I think, will come up. And do you, and if you're Zay Flowers, I can't imagine you take the time to stop with every single person on Twitter or every single person in real life and be like, hey, Baltimore County investigated this and said, no, there's yeah. no reason for charges. Like, you don't have that time or patience to do that, so you make a fair point. And
4: in a lot of instances, a lot of people never find the second story. They sure. only see the sensational headline. They never find the second story of, you know what? The, they Agreed. actually dropped the charges because they were proven that they were wrong yes. or anything like that. A lot of times it just, or it gets printed on page nine. You know, like it gets put, it gets buried away somewhere. I think you're
3: spot on with all of that. Let's go to front office sports. Where they are reporting, you remember how Peacock paid $110 million for that one wildcard game? Wow. Well, the price of business going up. Amazon Prime Video, or I guess it's Amazon. Price of
4: the bricks going
3: up. Is paying $120 million for their singular stream-exclusive playoff game. So, again, we talked about this before. If you're hoping for that phenomenon to go away, not gonna happen hopefully they'll just cap it at 1,
4: although I think it's going to expand to 2 of them. How often do you think the Cowboys will be on games like that?
3: I don't think they'll
0: ever be on a playoff game. I feel like
3: the net I feel like the networks that are You're going not saying hard. because you don't think they're going to be in no, the playoffs. No, I'm just
0: saying I don't think the NFL would ever yeah. put the Cowboys on a pay-per-view game type of deal. I think that that game will always be on one of the major networks because I don't think they want to risk that. And I would be if you cover pretty much the NFC, I know it's getting a little bit jumbled, but if you're Fox and you're kind of the NFC program, you're going to you're going to be really upset if they're like you get I'm just throwing out a team here. You get the Rams versus the Giants and the Cowboys versus the 49ers. I know I'm making it a premium matchup. That's going to be on the Amazon Prime game. They're like, no, switch it now.
4: (laughs) Yeah.
3: I I think that you're right about that. We did not get the chance to bring this up yesterday? This is amazing to me. When's the last time you thought about Jimmy Graham? (sighs) Last year,
4: I saw him score a touchdown.
3: You're amazing. And I was like, what is happening? Can't recall. All right. Jimmy Graham is going to row across the Arctic Ocean as part of the 2025 Arctic Challenge. So he's going to be part of a four-member group that is pursuing a world record by rowing 1,000 miles (laughs) inside the Arctic Circle. Yes, Mike.
0: Do they make sure, like, the blue whales and the polar bears aren't going to mess with this? Because I feel a little
3: scared. Real
0: quick. I hear
3: it's what you're saying. Arctic on the sounds cold. Wouldn't you just make the argument that if you're rowing in the Arctic Ocean, uh-huh. that probably the polar bears aren't coming after you?
0: I've seen them on National Geographic things okay. get into the ocean, swim quite a bit, get on icebergs and then try to kill seals. <laughs> sure. So I'm It's fair. Assuming that's, if they see a human and they're really hungry, they're like fair. close enough. Let's try
4: it. I by the way, okay. our our fair. servers won't fair let one. me go to arcticchallenge.com, the what? arcticchallenge.com, so I can't look up more information on this, but did we know that Jimmy Graham was an avid rower? Was I that something that we...
3: Did not know that.
0: Alright, name somebody else that you know that's an active rower. The Winklevi. That's that the dude that played the Fawns? No, that's Henry Winkler.
3: The, the guys from the Facebook movie, remember? They were on the... They tried to steal the Facebook? They yeah. were rowers. Okay. Uh That's... Kevin, Accurate. Kevin Spacey's president character
4: in uh, the House yeah. of Cards, Eww. and then he
3: died. Is
4: oh, spoiling the show? Do have, have you? Do you use a row machine? You ever hit on the row machine? Get on the row machine? I hit on it. You walk over to it and I'm like, hey, what's going on? You want to row today? <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> that's what I want your new segment yeah. to be about: your awkward pickup lines <laughs> yeah. on people on, on on gym equipment. Yeah, yeah I'm pretty
0: sure you'll say, "I'll always be on top" in that situation. Hey, oh look at God. this! You're what is happening? Well, that would fish. be a, that's how you get on the row machine. This You're the, on top of it.
4: The bench press machine. You're awfully flat.
0: The row machine is. There's a joke. A, I'm a
4: good exercise. You guys haven't
3: made yet. All right, Jimmy Graham. What do they say? when Shake they're rowing? weight. Oh. oh, what do they say when they're rowing? Row. No.
0: I How about that D? No,
4: okay. Yeah, you're getting <laughs> oh, closer. The, the 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 dude that sits in the front, he's yes. the coccyx or something like that? The coxman. Coxman.
3: He says stroke. Stroke. All right, Jimmy Graham. All right. You're welcome. You're welcome, Alec. You had to get it. You got it? I got it. He is going to be part of this four-man team. They're going to go to 1,000 miles for 15 straight days in the Arctic Ocean, and he's doing this for charity. So- Bravo to Jimmy Graham. I hope now, Mike, he doesn't get eaten by a polar bear now that you've brought that up. Or a whale tips him over. Or a whale. That's fair. And then you're going to care about this. Did you hear who the Rams added to their team as a new assistant special teams coach?
0: Jack Youngblood.
3: Chili Davis. No. Yeah.
0: The Chili Davis was a hidden coach. Know, how many not, Chili Davises do you know? Yeah, there's a got to be. How it. many other people are called Chili? Like it, that can't be a common name. Everybody made the same joke talking about his
3: World Series championships. It is I do not believe it is the same Chili Davis, but I just wanted to throw that out there. I thought you would enjoy that.
0: That's all that was always weird to me. Back in the day I collected cards in the late nineties and I pulled out an autograph card of Kareem Abdul Jabbar who is a running back for the UCLA Bruins. Oh, yeah. Like, that has to be tough. Like, that's your name. People get all excited about Kareem uh Abdul-Jabbar, and then you show up, and they're like, you are about 14 inches shorter than I thought. We're the KC Masterpiece.
3: (laughs) I want that as a drop, too. Right here on 105.3 The Fan, coming up next. That's too much.